When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever. Dog. I'm never going to get in that criterion closet. Yeah, me neither. We should break in. We should we do like an Ocean's Eleven where the two of us oh, just like. I get lowered in like Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible. Like, Yeah, I come like up from the why. bottom like Bugs Bunny. Yeah, and we're both like loading up. We're shove, shoving Blu-rays <laughs> in our. In our mouths. <laughs> in our mouths. It's just like I can probably fit. This Bruce Lee box set get, in my know, mouth. Go, get in my belly. And they're like, oh, she quoted Goldmember in the Criterion Closet? <laughs> like the thing goes off because you mentioned a non. And then, <laughs> uh, and then, the, then it cuts to like the detectives being like, the only motive we could possibly figure out is that neither of them had been invited to yes. the Criterion Closet. Yeah. And then in comes Columbo. Oh, I thought you were going to say Daniel Craig saying, well, if you look at the evidence, there's a podcast where they talk about how they're going to do it. On the way over, I was listening to a podcast that these two were hosting and they explained the crime that they were going to commit. (laughs) But it's still unclear as to why. Then he sits down on a throne on a chair that's Mm -hmm. made in the back of it. It's just all blu-rays of like the day show it's double threat i'm julie in new york and I'm, city i'm tom in los angeles and what's going on we are in week twelve thousand of quarantine baby yeah. yes we are hiding like we're supposed to be shades pulled tight worried that the drones are gonna get us wait is that what's going on this isn't what? a science fiction movie what what Drones. The cop this is drones. the first time. Oh, not the Amazon ones? No, they're the same. Have you ever seen a friendly Amazon drone drop a package off at your neighbor's no. stoop? I would like to. Have you seen it? I I don't think I've ever seen a drone. I've seen drone footage. You've never what seen they... somebody flying a drone? It just looks like it looks like a dumb dumb like remote control airplane right that's like a like that just hovers and it doesn't look like a i thought it looked like a roomba or like it a can Frisbee. they look like but they but this when it's in the air it's just some dumb piece of crap flaunt, uh, hovering mm-hmm. and then you just then you just look for the inevitable uh dolt holding a remote <laughs> control 
gleefully. And does he have a... He has a camera on top. It's it's illegal to fly drones without cameras mounted on top of them in Los Angeles. True or false? I'm not sure the the drone law. I would love nothing more than to see, be a look at your window. You see a drone peeking in, and then you just swing a bat. You <laughs> smash it. Wouldn't that be the best? And then you picture the person on the other side being like, oh, I don't have a signal. <laughs> or then they what get happened? the footage back, and the last thing they see is your face and the 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 bottom of the bat hit it. They see me see the drone. They see me walk out of the room. They see me walk back in dressed as a baseball player, full cleats. <laughs> they hear me doing that poem, Casey at the Bat, which is the only poem I've ever heard. Yes, which is the only poem I know and the best poem. Yeah. Because it's yeah! about a baseball guy with his bat. So I walk back in dressed like... Aaron Judge, yeah, New York Yankee superstar Aaron Judge in full pinstripes, and then I swing the bat and yeah, I knock say, that here, drone. You go, here comes the judge. I say, here comes the judge, and then I go, whammo. I have this app on my phone called Citizen, which is probably uh, like you know connected to something horrible, and it. It's basic. I don't think it's a it's police scanner adjacent. Like it just sends you notifications when like horrible things are going around, like are going on within like 300 feet of where you live. Uh huh. OK. So I'm getting notifications all time of day. And um, this morning I got one that says like woman wildly swinging a pipe at people. Uh -huh. <laughs> and I thought uh -huh. that was uh -huh. one where I was like, good for her. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. It's almost like you get the report. Yeah. It says, hmm, woman swinging pipe at people. <laughs> you look, you're like, and wait, you let look, me check out my address. And then you look and then you see in your other hand a pipe. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, wait, oh, that's me. Okay. So zero feet away. <laughs> yeah, zero. <laughs> oh, boy, I want to watch out for this. This sounds like a tough customer here. I better uh, tread lightly. Let me just set my pipe down. Oh, Black Mirror episode. What? <laughs> yeah. This season has what many episodes? And then I get and I probably I was telling Brett, I should definitely like if not set off my notifications, reduce them. Because sure. around 830 in the morning, you know, you look at your phone first thing, which is probably also not a great habit. But it was 830 in the morning and it says man punching people in the face. <laughs> Uh -huh. 800 feet away and then it's said, 700 oh, feet know. away 600, 600 feet away 500 feet away oh no man punches through front My door man, of building man punching you in the face <laughs> yeah. man punching elevator buttons oh no <laughs> you've got to oh. get off that that's i know that's gonna drive you that's gonna drive you bonkers what if it said three feet away, cat is hungry, and then you look and you see Jimmy Jazz like with a, mm. with a smartphone? Yeah, and he and he just goes like boot. He hits send again, <laughs> and then it says two feet away. Like it's, well, he's getting closer. Cat wants scratches. You know what I was also thinking about cat wise was cats versus dogs. Not that they should be pitted against each other. But I was thinking about like if a cat could write a song versus if a dog could write a song because that uh, Pharrell song Happy came on. Mm -hmm. Don't you think that 
a like a dog would have written that song. Yeah. Now, happy is a song that a dog would write. A def- a dog definitely would have written that song if he could. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my question to you is, what song would a, a cat write? Because I have a theory, but I want to hear what you think. Is that all there is? Is that all there is? <laughs> you play some is that all there is brad this is a song a cat would write i remember when i was a little girl our house caught on fire (laughs) i'll never forget the look on my father's face as he gathered me up in his arms and raced to the burning building out of the pavement and i stood there shivering in my pajamas and watched the whole world go up in flames and when it was all over I said to myself, is that all there is to a fire? Is that all there is? Is that all there is? When I was a little girl, my family's home caught on fire. Now that's a hit. Can you play Happy by Pharrell, please? And I want you to picture a dog. Hey, Brad. Do you see the vista there? Yeah, yeah, it looks like That's it. That's pretty sweet, huh? Well, L.A. movie theater action. You know, the Vista is where, um, uh, before it was acceptable to be out in Hollywood, the Vista was um, a uh, gay hookup uh, theater in L.A. That's where Anthony Perkins used to go to. Uh, really? Yeah, when he was the in the cruise? closet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh wow. Interesting. Anthony Perkins is really fascinating. I think he's a real interesting guy. Yeah. The idea that they he made Psycho in like what nineteen sixty one or something. I think right, yeah. like super early sixties. And how crazy is it that like in the mid eighties he just started being like, "Well, I'm just gonna make Psycho four now." Like he just like it's like ah, the master oh. Hitchcock Psycho. And I meanwhile now he's like working with some some like. Just like the lowest rent talent, like the the plot of Psycho Four, we thought Mother would come. Like they're just shooting it over a weekend now. It's less crazy when you think about how expensive cocaine was in the eighties. And you just picture him being like, "Well, why don't we just do Psycho Four and Five at the same time, (laughs) guys? Let's keep going." I still think it's so cute that he and Sondheim would go on little scavenger contests together, those two. I didn't know about that. Oh, yeah, yeah. They would, like, make up puzzles for each other and go on scavenger hunts. How'd they get anything else done? How, like, when whenever people are doing things like that, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm just like, yeah, I still didn't watch season two of Succession yet. <laughs> and I'm so, like, I'm so behind on everything. And then they're just like... We're up a scavenger hunt. It's like, I well, then think I'm it's charming. Never- I'm always jealous of people that are like, Thursday we have murder mystery nights and Tina makes Italian food. Oh, I'm not. I'm not putting it down. I'm just. I don't know how they find the time. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, staving off loneliness is a full time job. Yes, it's. 
That's and why I'm, people would have wives who didn't work. They'd be like, you're, you're in charge of the following things. Cooking, cleaning, staving off loneliness. Mystery. You get a murder mystery going. I'm going to be at the office. <laughs> I'm coming at the door. I'm going to be bending over some poor co-ed. You. When I come through that door, I want dinner on the drink in my hand. I want a pot roast, a full pot I want roast. A who done it with some twists and turns when I come through that door. I swear to God, Janet, if the butler did it again, I'm gonna beat you senseless. I guess the last one so quickly. <laughs> if you don't have a two good red herrings in this next mystery, I, I tell mean, you. Watch knives out. The will isn't read until the middle of the movie. It's not even a whodunit. He takes that off the table. How uh, almost halfway through, you, he says who did it. We know who did it. Is. Why, Helen? So, Wait, Janet. Which one Getty of you is Janet and which one of you is yeah. Helen? That we take. He takes how off the table quickly. And then it's. <laughs> then it's like, who hired him? I want that chair, though. The, the ones with n- knives knife, on it? The knife chair. They don't have wanted, one at like CB2 yet. No, I wanted to sit in it. I went to a 70 millimeter screening of Knives Out and then they had the chair out front and there were all these people <gasps> sitting in it. And I'm like, well, when I come out of the movie, I'll sit in the chair and I come yeah. out, it's gone. Just like, oh my God. And then yeah, it was another mystery of who took was. the chair. And I was just like, well, You're I like- really do believe that this uh, missing Knives Out chair here at the Egyptian theater. Uh, uh, we need to there's start a, looking at the rea- the clues. The do- there's a donut. There's a donut shop across the street. <laughs> and a guy sitting on a chair that look awful similar. I'm going to go into this incredibly sketchy 7-Eleven <laughs> and get one of their surprisingly decent donuts. Because you can't the- really mess up a donut when you think about it. And they got the pink frosting as if it's kind of like the Simpsons, but not really. I guess that's a loophole they found, like a donut hole. Hole in the... You know, the problem with a poo... Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here to let you know about our latest episode of Office Hours Live. Office Hours is great fun. With the great John Early and Theta Hamill. Very handsome. Thank they're you. Here, they're, thank you. They're here to talk about their new movie, Stress Positions. And we just had a, a wonderful time. There was a lot of laughter and joy. Don't believe me? Well, listen for yourself on the podcast app of your choice. You're not going to want to miss a second. That's at Office Hours Live at the podcast app of your choice. Bum, 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 bum. I love Vic and Doug and I love drinking my wine. I watched the pilot of the Munsters last night. Okay. Everybody downloaded Peacock this week. Peacock, which is a streamer. There was Peacock. There was HBO Max was mm-hmm. the week before. And HBO Max, correct me if I'm wrong, this is the channel that's hosted by Woody Allen's character. In, uh... <laughs> yes, he and... 
both of their characters. What do you, anytime he Tony played Roberts Max? both called each other Max, if you recall. Max, what's going on? Oh, I'm having sex with two 14-year-old girls. Call back later. Oh, I heard high-pitched screaming. Anyway, let's continue with the movie and not look into that for a minute. <laughs> let's not unpack that. Sorry, so Max, H- you caught me in an inopportune time. I was raping a family. <laughs> so he's... And that's just the audio track on all of the HBO shows. Now, has that mixed into it on HBO Max? Yeah, it's Woody Allen and uh, what's his name? Is it George Siegel? Woody Allen and no, Tony, Tony, Roberts, Tony Roberts. Tony Roberts. I always confuse Tony Roberts and George Siegel, which you can't accuse me of anti-Semitism. For do, you know who would, do you know who would like that and who wouldn't like that? I do, exa- <laughs> I do know exactly who. Who would yes, like I it? Do. I don't want to answer that question. Brett, you answer the question. Brett, you had a tough week with all those anti-Semitism things about you. <laughs> what? I'm sorry about that, by the way. I should have come to your defense, but I didn't feel like it. <laughs> Wait, what are you talking about? You did that crazy podcast interview. Oh, sorry. I was thinking of Nick Cannon. My bad. <laughs> yeah, that was not Brett. No, that sorry. Was not. I'm sorry, Brett. <laughs> Cannon's class. Right. It's sorry. Yeah, common, sorry. common, common uh, sorry. mistake. Yeah. Sorry. Now, Ca- Cannon's class is not a forever dog show. Uh, right? It, it, it's it's not. No, it no, it's why yeah. not? Because of I think I know why. It rhymes with muse. <laughs> uh, you know, he's on billboards all over LA too. I don't know if that'll um uh-huh. yeah. and uh, I think still is because all the billboards are just frozen in place for the last uh, four months. So yes. um, yeah. We we've been um Apparently, uh, Whitmer Thomas, uh, we're, really we're into month out. seven of, or we've, <laughs> we've moved into month seven of promoting his special that came out on Valentine's day. <laughs> we are still yeah. honoring it. Is that billboard still up? Yeah, that, that one? Yeah. That's going to be like the statue of Liberty at the end of planet of the apes. I think that's going to be the, the thing that, that, like the winners of and losers of COVID outdoor <laughs> advertising or. Yeah, it's planet of the Whitmer Thomas billboard <laughs> <laughs> will be the, the the reimagining of Planet of the Apes. The that billboard it, it was L.A. all along. <laughs> <laughs> so I downloaded Peacock yesterday. I said, "Well, I said two things." People both pointed out to me online, which is they have. Every season of Columbo, even after season seven, which is like the 80s and beyond. So they have beyond. The, the, the movies. Yeah, they have the movies as well as the first seven seasons, which are like the, you know, the canon. Primo. The, yeah, the, that's the, the, Nick, the Nick canon of, no, not that kind. Yes. Well, Nick Cannon wrote a pretty exciting episode of Columbo. That oh, really? Has also I, I, think been I, know, I think I know from... who did it. May I? <laughs> <laughs> may I? <pop? laughs> Yeah, they yeah I think cl- that cold open leaves nothing to the yeah. imagination. Yeah, they kind of... Cl- <laughs> and he he guesses who did it three minutes in and explains for 55 minutes how they did it and why they did it. <laughs> I just like... Yeah, sorry. Yes, that. So I watched two episodes of The Monsters last night. Mm-hmm. Episode one, which is the pilot... I must mm-hmm. admit, was clever in that, like, it kind of surprised me in the second half. Basically, Marilyn has a new boyfriend, and the okay. boyfriend has uptight parents, 
that want to meet Lily and Herman and Marilyn for obvious reasons has been evasive about introducing her parents to this young man and his family. So they decide they're going to meet during the young man's parents are going to have a masquerade party. Sure. Okay. Grandpa, as you can see, is dressed like Napoleon, obviously. And then um, in this clip, Grandpa, who, as I texted you last night, was warned to behave himself at the party by not telling a bunch of, quote, shaggy wolf stories. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. There's an expression called shaggy dog stories, and the Munster's writers decided to take a powder yeah, early that, that day. One. There were no alts. It was episode one. They're like, no, he tells shaggy wolf stories because he's a monster. Next. Yeah. So he's not going to tell. He's been no, warned to like, not tell any shaggy wolf stories. Right. And he's like, behave yourself at this party. He goes, no problem. He goes, I, I wonder what the. He asked a couple times about the buffet. Like, what's going to mm. be on the buffet? So anyway, he gets to the party. And I just want to show you this is what grandpa does once he finally gets to the buffet at the party. Okay. All right. Here we are. How do? Happy, happy? I'm sure you'll find something here that'll suit your taste. Ah, I certainly do. (laughs) So so he's eating the Dura, the, he's eating the flame. At the buffet, the like the little the heating tray flame is what he saw that he wanted to eat at the buffet. So he scooped his little spoon in in there and then ate it. And a little smoke puff of smoke came out of his mouth. And the the like the dowdy lady is just like, and there's no way this lady's not a Karen. I just want to say at this party, that's a Karen. Called the cops on Grandpa. That's a total because she probably called the cops <sighs> that this guy's eating fire at the party. But she like, probably pulled a gun on him. <laughs> she pulled they'll never believe you. Out. They'll never yeah. believe you is her last thing before she yeah. pulled the trigger. The thing about the monsters is, you know, they're monsters. Like the jokes are like that they're strange and that mm-hmm. they're ugly. But yeah. at what point are they like they also eat fire? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like Grandpa didn't know that just like, look, you're going to show up. I know you love to eat fire because <laughs> vampires love to eat fire. <laughs> They're just like, these writers are just like anything weird these they do. Like, it's like, it's not even consistent with like the mo- the lore of a vampire or anything. Just like, yeah, he'll go to the buffet. He'll eat the fire at it. <laughs> It's like, well, there's never been anything in the mythology of vampires or Dracula about and then this, the eating one writer's fire. Like, Wait, what? Vampire? is like monsters? Oh, I just put that I together. I just got it. Wait, so it's I an just, O or a U? I just thought they were stupid idiots. Yeah. I always wondered why that one guy's always getting that thing put on his face all morning <laughs> before he can come film. Oh, you mean his monster is... Oh, I thought he had like makeup. a. I thought he was like deformed. Yeah, I don't know. Look, I don't know. Look, we already paid for the fire. Can he still eat it in that scene? Yeah. Look, I'm getting sixteen 
thousand dollars a week in 1962 to write this show i can't be bothered to pay attention would you think what do you think nick cannon would think of uh grandpa monster you i the as liza minnelli once said to uh who was the guy that hosted inside the actor's studio james lipton james lipton asked liza minnelli because your mother had addiction problems, why didn't that deter you from ever trying drugs and alcohol? And she said, the answer to your question is in your question. Mm-hmm. So as far as sure. what Nick Cannon would, how yeah. he would react to grandpa, yeah. my friend, Tom, I just, the I answer just, to your question. I hope they don't question. let him do. I hope they don't let just don't let him do a monsters reboot on Quibi. It's just called the Jews. It's called the Rothschilds instead of the monsters. They come down the the stairs of like an Illuminati pyramid. Yeah. It's getting weird. Er. Well, it is and it isn't. It's like there's stuff where like, oh, this again. Mm -hmm. I was here during Crown Heights, baby. Yeah. This ain't new. Now this old, old friend coming by to visit. It's maybe wearing a, a different, maybe wearing a different hat it's a this bummer. time. It's a uh, divided we fall. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, that's all I gotta say. Brett, are you able to wear hats? Can you wear a hat, like a ball cap? Do you wear a ball cap? Uh, sometimes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not a yeah, don't not a big uh, uh, hat wearer. If your hair cap. is dirty and you don't want to wash it, like, do you have a hat that you just put on sometimes i do or, or yeah no? i have one of those i, I definitely what is it have. what is it a, a cap or it's a cap yeah 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 i have yeah. A, a, a what does it have on it uh earwolf or oh, earwolf sucks dick yeah yeah it says earwolf sucks dick in big and it goes like around <laughs> the hat like that it's not on the front yeah <laughs> The part I don't like on the monsters is like the weird shading of the makeup makes me uncomfortable. Like the like yeah. the you know what I mean? Like the like well, the like the painted in the painted right. in like like hollow cheeks. Yes. Yes, that they made sure that grandpa's under eye area was like they use like gray number seven, like Max Factor gray number seven. Yeah. I mean, although did they use like black and white makeup? This is a good question. Brett, is anyone alive who ever worked on the Munsters? Because I would love to have them <laughs> or claims to have yeah. worked on the Munsters. Right. We have questions that we would like a really deteriorated love, person with limited I, facilities to answer on Zoom. Brett is now just like, boy, that'll be a real uh, ratings powerhouse. Yeah, the episode when Julie and yeah. Tom talk to an <laughs> eighty-eight-year-old like, guy, dying man, who who used to work on the <laughs> monsters. Yeah, and they also would make like episodes where they're just like, yeah, there's three hundred eighty episodes of this thing, and we were we were on the air for two years. <laughs> like you look, it's like the monsters ran from nineteen sixty-three to nineteen sixty-four, and there are nine hundred episodes of it. <laughs> like that's what they did instead of tweet. They would write an episode instead of sending out a tweet. Yeah, and that's like that's why you like 
that show, the Batman show from the 60s was like so huge. Oh, and then they the canceled best. it after like a year and a half. And there's like 4,000 episodes <laughs> of it. It's like, were they just filming this thing round the clock? Get up. Get up. <laughs> Adam West is asleep on a cot in the bag. Hey, Batman, get up. <laughs> time, to, time to film another episode. Get up. I Orson just Welles filmed. is here. <laughs> yeah. Orson Welles is going to be here in five minutes. We got to get three scenes in before he's here. Get up, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he lost his mind. And like they did the Michael Keaton one. who's like, I'm Batman because he hadn't yeah. slept in like, <laughs> no. like a, the way a POW never quite <laughs> bounces back. Yeah. He, he just has he just has weird uh, BTSD. <laughs> Get up. Get up. And they talk to him like he's an animal. Where's Batman? Like they're just like, where is he? I'll find him. <laughs> the guy's just like with a garbage can lid and a bat. Wham! Wham! Like banging it. He finally fell asleep for five seconds. Ah, oh, finally, some rest. No one will ever find me under bang, this bang, sink. Bang, bang, bang. Hey! Batman! Get up! Shooting another one. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Burt Ward was probably like, um, he's he's in the dumpster. Like he was probably a narc. Yeah. yeah. I saw Adam, he was <laughs> sleeping under that car about ten minutes ago. He's he said he was gonna sleep under that car. He's probably under there now. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Robin. You just bought yourself. You just an bought extra, yourself. Five. You, have a, you have an extra sandwich. You can you can have a sandwich. You can now. have a sandwich for dinner. Yeah, you get a sandwich for dinner now. <laughs> Guys, words coming down. They're canceling our show. We've got three days. Let's make forty-five episodes. <laughs> we we got to hurry. He's like, I think it would be easier if we all stayed in makeup. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to, Adam, if you don't mind, I'm just going to glue this cowl to your head. <laughs> It'll be better for all of us. I mean, is there anything to like excusing Cesar Romero for having that mustache under the paint because it just like grew in because he didn't have time to shave and they wouldn't let him take his makeup off? Yeah, that might be. Maybe they just also were just cheap with the makeup, too, where they're just like. <laughs> Don't you shave. Yeah. Wait. You just shaved? You idiot. Now I got to get two inches of makeup. <laughs> That's coming out of your pay. Looks like somebody doesn't doesn't get a banana for dessert. When I went to the, when you could go to a movie theater and see a movie, uh, I went and saw Once Upon a Time in America at the New Beverly uh, Quentin Tarantino's theater, and they had a Q&A with the makeup people afterwards, oh, wow. and they said that the guy playing Manson showed up. Oh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. What did I say? Once Upon a Time in America? No, no, I didn't okay. see the Sergio yep, Leone movie. Yeah, but it would have been. I was like, they would have shown that. At yeah, they would have shown that. The Beverly. Yeah. So but wait, so the, 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 make the makeup people were there. 
and they were doing a Q&A afterwards, and they said that the guy who played Manson shaved <laughs> before filming, like, like the for no one knew why. Like, he just showed up. It's like, you know what Charles Manson looks like, right? You just made yourself not look like him by shaving. <laughs> like, and then... Gonna, you know what? I'm going to give them a blank canvas. The makeup the makeup person, she was like... Um, she's like, well, why don't we just go to Silver Lake and get anyone... Because everyone looks like Charles Manson. And I was like, that's the funniest thing I've ever heard. And oh, my God. That's yeah, so great. He woke up. He's like, ah, it's a little itchy. <laughs> I'm going to get this off. And then I'll go then to the really set. I can really focus on this new job I got. Yeah, exactly. Then I can really, really lean into the. I could the, do the work. Yeah. I can't do the work until I shave off this itchy facial hair see you later uh, honey clean shaven and ready to go play charles <laughs> manson and i oh what did i why is do? she looking at me what yeah oh no she has to I'm go to her here. here's charlie picture him knocking on the trailer door like open throws it open is like yeah here's charlie and they're like who the fuck are you Rolling, rolling, rolling. And that's what this show needs is a little more of that. Like when we come out of these breaks, we should have like, like, come on, get yeah. her down with the sickness. Like we should have like some real heavy. I love, right? I'm a big Rage Against the Machine fan. So it was like, we come out of the break. It's like, welcome back to Double Threat. Two sick mothers. Two sick motherfuckers. Tom and Julie. Can we get Brett? Yes. Can we get the insane clown posse on? Uh, I don't see why not. Tom, oh, that would be great. I would love that. I would love it. Yeah. Well, they don't them. have the gathering. We could, and in the gathering's not happening, so they got some free time. I'm surprised that's not. Ha- I'm surprised they're not just like. I'm, yeah. surprised tr- I'm surprised Trump is not demanding that they do right. the gathering of the that juggalos. The gathering this of the year. juggalos isn't, he's not enforcing it. <laughs> he's not just like the gathering, he's not just like folding the the Republican <laughs> convention into the gathering and what be is just that, like. That bridge, like, like the, like the is that bridge they get married on at the gathering where he's like, we're all going to meet at the bridge. Yeah, there's just the bridge and what is it? It's like Fago. drug bridge or something. Like yeah, yeah go to right. drug bridge. Like you, I love that you go to the thing. You're just like, boy, I sure would like to get some drugs. You should go to drug bridge. <laughs> That's where all the drugs are. <laughs> Gathering Br- of the juggalos postponed until next year due to COVID nineteen. Well, I hate to be this person, but my hot take on this is: if the juggalos are like, this is not a smart thing to do. Yeah. Then you're going to be dumb if you think otherwise. Yeah. Good for them. They're not so insane. 
No, no, very rational. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a actually a rational clown posse when it comes to Corona. <laughs> the sane clown posse. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a surprisingly sane clown posse. The lucid, reasonable. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. This is. I think we're on to something. We need to get them on. Yeah, Brett, please so, reach out. So let's welcome our guests. They're on this episode now. Yeah, we uh, want we want an elderly person. This is what, let me just go over our asks. We want a close person who's close to death who worked on the Munsters. We want that guy Dawson who took all those loads, and we want the insane clown posse. <laughs> and then we also want to talk to someone who was screwed over by that Garrison Keeler cruise. Uh, yeah, and, we and have a person it, who filmed uh, Kelsey Grammer falling off the stage. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So should we should so, we review that real quick, or do, do is, we have this? It? Is our this is our wish? I've list. been keeping a yeah. list. Brett, you want to recap that real quick? Uh, sure. Uh, anyone who worked on the television show The Monsters, uh, the cameraman who filmed Kelsey Grammer falling off the stage and then had the presence of mind to do like a zoom in on it. Uh-huh. Um, um, uh, the Insane Clown Posse, which is what? Uh, sh- Shaggy, Too Dope, and... Uh, J, J, uh, Violent J, Violent Shaggy, J and too Shaggy, Too Dope. Okay. And is it, does it have to be both? Is it a yes! package deal or nothing? Okay. Um, and then Dawson, uh, the, the actor who played Dawson in, uh, mm-hmm. Dawson's, uh, 50 load weekend, uh, series and, um, who am I missing? <laughs> oh, someone who got screwed out of Garrison Keillor's crew. Right. Someone one who of got, the people yeah. Someone, yeah. Who, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And or you whole, know what? I'm going to open that up. That email, right? With the limerick, which we, 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 want we have the yet email, to see. Yeah. I'm going to broaden that ask to anyone who was affected by Garrison Keillor canceling that cruise and not yeah. giving them their money back. That wish list of guests is so invigorating to me. Yeah, Brett, <laughs> you better you better get one out of them. I'm else. telling you. Yeah. I mean, that, if I can't get one, I yeah, get that's, one. that's humiliating. Just one, for God's sake. Well, and if I could ask that, the crowd, the listeners, too, uh, I mean, we could really test the uh, yeah, degrees of separation theory here. I mean, there's got to be somebody out there listening who knows at least one of these people or knows someone who does. So uh, please hit me up at doublethreadpod at gmail.com. Also say, you know, with the Munsters, the person who worked on the Munsters, it could just be someone who thinks they worked on the Munsters. <laughs> Grandpa thought he worked. Grandpa's always talking about how he thought he worked on the Munsters. This is a perfect fit for this podcast. You never believe I <laughs> like like somebody talk. Somebody's talking to like I was listening to a podcast. Like they're talking to like their brother or sister. You never believe. It's like oh, I haven't heard from my my cousin in like seven years yeah. since my wedding when he like embarrassed himself. We haven't. You talked. know how you know how Grandpa Ed is always talking about how. He worked on the Munsters, even though we know he didn't. Well, there's a podcast looking for someone who thinks they worked on the Munsters. This is a perfect fit. They're like, oh, are they paying any money? They're like, no. And then he hangs up on it. I'll see you at at mom's funeral. And there also is a good chance that any of these things we're looking for could somebody could be like a two for one on these. Like Absolutely. there's a good chance that the person that worked on the monsters was also ripped off by Garrison Keeler. 
for the cruise, there's actually a pretty yeah. good chance that that's the same person. I think the odds are likelier than, for that overlap than it is pretty much any other. I took all my Munsters money <laughs> from when I wrote on the show and I bought two tickets for the cruise. <laughs> for me and my bird, my pet bird. <laughs> me and my bird, who I did have to sneak on the plane and on the boat because you can't bring a pet <laughs> to so I just, different I countries. That I was just dropping peanuts down my shirt. Yeah, I pretended I was a five guys <laughs> with peanuts all over the place. I just I wear a shirt that says five human five guys. <laughs> <laughs> And I just drop peanuts all over the in my shirt. But meanwhile, my bird's going to town. Oh, now, Brett, we got a clip, a biggie, huh? Yeah, we got a we got a big one uh, uh, coming down the pipe now. This is uh, uh, something that Tom, you you, I don't know if you ever brought this up on the show, but this is something that we've we've talked about maybe off the show a little bit is. Uh, you are, uh, you've been watching the, uh, Garth Brooks documentary on Netflix, the road I'm on. Yes. The two part documentary that is 70 hours <laughs> of documenting the life of Garth Brooks. And it is a very unique documentary. So it's a two part it's not a series. It's just like a documentary about this one particular time of his life, or it's like the over an overview of his career. Oh, it's or? the whole thing. It's the whole thing. Okay, Julie, who he is, who he is. Yes. Okay. And he is truly insane. <laughs> and people, whenever I tell people, just like he's nuts on this thing, and then they're like, "Yeah, I'm sure he's whatever. He's a famous person," and then they watch it and they come back they're like yeah no i get what you're saying this is something this is a unique experience with this guy the only thing i know from garth brooks as a human is that amazing video he did when he joined facebook mm-hmm. and he talked about how he was going to post slick stuff and was well just imagine the conversation yeah. started and it was just so strange there's, there's never been anything stranger i think than that well if that was picture, this is what I want you to picture. That is picture eating one M M&M, and M, like one single M <laughs> and M, right? Okay. And then you're like, hmm, okay, I know what that is. Now imagine you're getting into Willy Wonka's chocolate factory <laughs> right about now. You're about to go <laughs> to where there's so much of it. If that one clip of him saying him joining Facebook is literally like eating an M&M versus you're entering a world of candy right okay. now. Okay. So this I'm first ready. clip I've got, this is the uh, just the first minute of the series, just to kind of get us warmed up. Uh, this is uh, Garth and his band uh, practicing for their big world tour they're about to go on. Yeah. If you think he's talking to the band, the hardest times in your life to challenge yourself, music is behind you. Think again. I love having the history that we have, but the history's in the past. Do not ever think that what we've done is good enough 
This is going to be the roughest tour you've ever been on. Come on! Come on! Yeah! We want to be big, we want to be loud. You only got one shot at it. Let's get to work. So, so just it's him running the band through, putting the band through their paces, like a like a. It's like he's like one of those like drill sergeants from Jenny Jones who would go on that yelled at your right. troubled my, team. My, my teenager likes Depeche Mode. You can't tell me what to do. And then some drill sergeant is like yelling in the face of your kid. That's when you just realize. Oh God, what did I do with my life? We're on a television show and a fake military person is yelling in my child, my trashy child's face. <laughs> it's like what I'm the I'm to blame here. Like if you're on Yeah. If you're on Jenny Jones, you go like, hey, this is all my fault. I apologize. So he's screaming at them. He's sc- yeah, he's screaming he at them like kind of has like an Alex Jones kind of look to him now. Like he's a thicker He's a thicker slab and yes. he's got this beard and he seems to have increased his intensity mm-hmm. substantially. And he also is wearing a shirt like he was doing a little puppet show, like he was about to like he was operating <laughs> Elmo or something. <laughs> he first of all, don't give him any ideas because he'll be like, you know Tickle what I got to start doing? Puppets. <laughs> I got to bring a puppet on tour. Um, no, he, he, first of all, he definitely has an Alex Jones yeah. vibe to him yeah. now. Like, just but like, like a he's, friend, like a more harm. I mean, I think more harmless so far. Yeah. It's like one of those things when you have like a, when you hear people talk about like, which bear is the one that attacks humans, brown bear, or black bear. I can't remember. And then it's and then too it's late. Like, no, one is funny and it's. It's just it's garbage. Berries. The other one's yeah. gonna kill you, and you're. But it's when it's in front of you, you're just like, I cannot remember which <laughs> one's which. Am I supposed to? Can I just kind of move back amiably? Right. Move back and on then, this one, and you just and I, you free you freeze in place until one of the bears starts dancing like the backpack kid. <laughs> yeah, and you realize, yeah. oh, that's the goofy one. Yeah, please let this be one of the goofy bears. He starts please flossing. Let's... Oh no, that bear's gonna eat you. <laughs> so he's got that vibe where you're not sure which bear he is, the one that <laughs> is just gonna be fun or the right. one that's gonna murder you. So all right, so that's him working his band out. Okay. It has yet to begin, Julie. I'm ready. You've yet to experience Garth Brooks yet. As the kids say, my body is ready. Uh, so this next clip, uh, Garth is driving around on his uh, Nashville estate, uh, and um, he takes the uh, camera crew to a place called The Point, and he has some thoughts to share there. Now he's throwing some fire or wood on the little fire. So much better to be a part of a family. <laughs> Never let yourself be alone. As an island, because it's not fun. Yeah. <sighs> mom was the dreamer. So mom truly believed you could fly if you wanted to bad enough. 
What I loved about dad, dad would never pull you over and go, your mom's a dreamer, she's not right. What dad would pull you over and go, hey, that flying thing, if you're really gonna make it happen, it's gonna take a lot of damn works what it's gonna take. So you got a real good dose of, you can do whatever you want. While the same thing, you had a real good dose of, hoss, it ain't gonna get here without you busting your ass and getting luckier than probably 99% of the people who's walked this planet. All right, can you hit My pause, sir, please? took me with him to he, the office. First of all, he's sitting in front of a fire, <laughs> dressed like a guy who, he's dressed like he's wearing, like, waders, like he's working on, like, the sewers, right? Right. Like, he's bundled up. He's got a little fire going, and he's looking out over his palatial uh, the right. property. Right. And then he's talking about, like... The big logic gap I'm going to just uh, draw attention to here is that, like, humans can't fly. Well, I was going to say, he said his mom <laughs> could fly, right? Yeah. You know, my mom would say, uh, well, if you're going to, yeah. you can fly. Tom, I hate to contradict you, but he doesn't say my mom. He says yeah. mom would say this and dad would say that. And I don't yeah. know where that affectation comes from. Like, is that a Southern thing? Or is it someone that assumes that we all have the same mom and dad? I think that's an extremely famous person thing yep. where he is the he is right. the center of the universe that he yes. assumes like yes. when I talk about my mother, that's mom. Just like I don't have to differentiate. Like when you talk about your mom, you say my mom. When I talk about my mom, I just say mom because <laughs> I'm Where? the most important person. Yeah. yeah. And my We're mythology is important. On one of the weekends, and his boss was there. And he introduced me. I shook his hand on the way home. Dad said, How'd you shake his hand? And that was the day I got to talk about sincerity, <laughs> intensity, mm. focus. The way you shake a man's hand determines at that spot how interested you really are to be there. It was big for me. Um, Not I think it's interesting that. Shake. Oh Jesus! I think it's interesting that his dad taught him how to shake a man's hand, but not how to sit on a chair. Yeah, he's slumped in this chair, straddling else. the chair backwards. Yeah. He's he learned more from that Michelle Pfeiffer movie on how to sit in a chair. And then he like, he's looking down the barrel of the camera. Also when he's like intensity. <laughs> yeah. It's chilling. It's like VR. I feel like this is a VR experience. I do feel yeah. like Garth Brooks is making eye contact with me. If you set this screen up next to an actual bear, the bear would take this as a cue to attack. Yeah, and the bear would attack gave the us screen. The high sign. So it'd be like, he just told us to go for like the like he's like the leader of the bears. Or if you put this TV screen in front of a bear, the bear would see that Garth Brooks was looking right at him and he would <laughs> just start <laughs> swiping. <laughs> just trying to get to the like yeah. the cage. That cage isn't going to hold. Get out of here. This Garth, this country singer is provoking something in the bear. 
All right. So uh, this, we skipped ahead a little bit here. This is uh, one of my favorite parts of episode one, uh, where uh, Garth is making a name for himself in his hometown of uh, Stillwater, Oklahoma, uh, uh, in his early 20s. And he's like the big, uh, the big musician in Stillwater. And uh, he's going to talk a little bit about that. And then the town uh, raises some money to send Garth to Nashville. And Garth goes to Nashville for the first time. Uh, yeah. So The town raises money. Remember that, Tom, when you're town in oh. new jersey raised oh. them. they had that that picnic auction where they sent you to new york city they sent you to los angeles remember? oh yeah i remember when they were just like we believe in you and we want you to go and and make it and we're all behind you this community stillwater oklahoma they ended up raising something like i don't know 200 bucks 500 bucks 700 bucks to send this guy to nashville he had so many people behind him Strong believers from the very beginning, and still to this day. Here they are all with well wishes and gifts. It was just like, you know, it's, it's your dream. It's your dream. It was his dream. You can't call those fans. <laughs> what you call them are blessings. <laughs> you call them angels. Because they're going to be able to do for you what you can't do for yourself. And that is, they're gonna fund you to get your ass out of Oklahoma to the music capital of the world. What just made him laugh? That's a pretty good gift. Oh my God! <laughs> what is broken about his brain? Like, I, I want neuroscientists to put little suction cups all over his brain, uh-huh, uh-huh. and I want to know why he laughed at that moment when he's you know what i'm talking about can you go back to the laugh brett that like that non nothing was funny except it's just like that's how life is well yeah i mean is it a laugh of realization is the laugh of discomfort is it a laugh that when you like smile so hard you can't help but laugh well julie would you have to understand yeah what you call them are blessings. You call them angels. Because they're going to be able to do for you what you can't do for yourself. And that is, they're going to fund you to get your ass out of Oklahoma to the music capital of the world. That's a pretty good gift. Man. I. Why is he laughing? They're gonna. They're gonna fund you. Fund you. <laughs> Is it because he knew he was gonna say the a word? What ass? <laughs> he was getting a little giddy. He could. I think there's a forty percent chance he was getting giddy because he knew he was about to say the a word. He was gonna cuss to get your ass out of Oklahoma. I said the A word. How'd filming go? I said the A word. (laughs) What does he say at the end? That's a pretty good gift. That's a pretty, you don't call them fans. And just one thing for people, because this is an audio show. Just realize this. As he's saying these things, he's staring directly into the camera as if it's like the hail bop guy telling you to, to like like it's to put on a pair of nikes yeah 
I mean, drink he's some like, cyanide and lie down in the bunky bed. <laughs> Look at this fake newspaper. Local there's like a newspaper. The headline. Daily O Collegian. Yeah. Did you like check out today's is- Daily O Collegian? There's a great article. Local country crooner aims to quote make it big. Oh my god! I could have. We could have both cleaned if we if we were in Stillwater. They would have been giving us five hundred, oh, six hundred, seven hundred, seven hundred. <laughs> By the way, which one was it? Two hundred, three hundred, four hundred, eight hundred, nine hundred, seven hundred, one thousand, one thousand one hundred. One thousand two hundred, just like, and the crew just tries to catch each other's eye line to just be like, "This guy's nuts." He's counting. How filming? Then he goes, and then he goes down. He goes nine hundred ninety nine. I mean, if you got ninety nine bottles of beer on a wall, you gotta take one down, pass it around, and you bet. You're going you to be bet, passing it around. You better, you better bet your ass. I'm taking down <laughs> one of those bottles of beer. I'm passing it around. <laughs> Guess what, cousin? I don't call bottles. These, yeah. And I don't call these bottles of beer. I call you them call blessings. Them angels. These are angels. And you pass that bottle of beer around. Then you got 98 bottles. <laughs> and the crew, the crew guy at this point, they already did make eye contact and then they're just all staring into space. They they yeah. lost the will to like make light of the situation. You know, when like you're just truly dif- like your spirit is broken. And then like they go to the guy who's worked for Garth for 20 years and they're just like, hey, is this uh like between like they're between like changing setups or something? They're just like. Is this like normal the way it's like, oh yeah. Did he count? <laughs> I rolled in here about it was morning time, so I rolled in here probably about seven, eight in the morning. <laughs> Nine, ten, eleven. Eleven fifteen, eleven thirty, eleven thirty-five, eleven forty-five. It was morning, so I'm not gonna go to noon. What you is he what? doing with this? Like he does he think he's painting pictures when he yes. does that? Yes, he feels like to me it's like somebody's grandiosity, the way that someone you know, you're convinced that someone's going to find your diaries one day, mm-hmm. you know? So the idea that he's painting this picture, like, well, someone's going to want this for the oil painting that they make yeah. of me one day. And, you know, what What did the light look like? Yeah. They're going to need every single detail on this. <laughs> I pulled into town like 930, 930, 10. 9.40, 9.50, <laughs> like 10.00. 1001, 1002. And then then you see one crew member just like walk off and you hear a gunshot in the next room. They're like, well, time to get a new, uh, time to get a new gaffer. Says you make $700 a week at home, play music. I'd go home. And that's what the hell I did. I got out of there. The only thing I asked is he called me, let me know he made it. 
no call, no call. I thought, okay, well, 24 hours later, I get this phone call. I'm like going, well, did you finally make it? He's like going, I'm halfway back. I said, what do you mean you're halfway back? He says, I'm in Arkansas. This is shot like a true crime documentary. Yeah. Like they actually Like the music and the, like... There was actual, like, backwards looping on the thing to make it sinister, like... Like, like, no, the guy is just going back home. There's nothing Wait, bad The guy happening drove to here. Nashville and went back to Oklahoma. Yeah. but Happens you know, like, all the time. But I guess when you're that huge, this constitutes right. like a, right. mo- a momentous event that he didn't uh, I guess but you yeah so this clip uh, is a, a year later uh, uh, now Garth goes back to Nashville for the second time oh, Jesus I would cut that story baby. I saw an opening where a guy was just selling boots I was like well my that's there's there's right down my alley there so I went in to see him as soon as I walked in he goes my god he says you're either from Oklahoma or Texas I said Oklahoma he says you're the first guy walking here that looks like somebody from home so he immediately hired me stuck his hand out over the counter we shook hands he said, you can hire one person. I said, can it be my wife? He says, yeah. So Sandy and I went to work at a boot store. That kind of allowed us to keep our heads above water. Kind of allowed us to sell boots. For the first year. Oh, yeah, because by the way, I will say that that's what jobs do enable you to do is to buy groceries. <laughs> Idiot. He explained things everybody know. He's... Getting way too, like, he, he wants. I, I'm a little disappointed he didn't talk about where they parked when he went to the boot store. I pulled up. There was three spots in that parking <laughs> lot. All parallel. I'm not a great parallel parker. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. When it I comes to parallel parking, I was scared. So, I took the middle spot. And we parked, and I put the car in park. I took and the keys reverse out of the first. ignition. You do reverse. I backed it up Parallel a little park bit. and you backed it up. You'd start turning the Just wheel. even it out. Yeah. Turn the wheel the other way. <laughs> then I asked Sandy, it's like, am I too close on the other side? And she opened, what she did is, she opened her door, and she looked down at that line, and she was like, You're good. You're fine. <laughs> So, I so knew then I was we look good. for change. We have tried to find change for the meter at this point. Yeah, and I mean, Sandy said, "Guess what? It's our lucky day. There's 25 minutes. <laughs> we can do this in 25 minutes. I think we could get in and both get jobs at this boot store in 25 minutes. Yeah, I, I just wish he would go more into the minutia of of getting the job at the boot store." He should play, and Brett, I don't know if you have anything about with the music video where he played the, 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 the one where he plays the, the spousal abuser. He acts in a music video. Oh, boy. He plays a character of... He plays a guy. An abusive husband? Yeah. Okay. And it just makes me feel like we all were warned about this, the, uh... <laughs> Chris, what what was it again? Chris Gaines. Chris Gaines. If anybody knew this video, you realize this guy is basically country music's David Bowie. And 
is interested in personas and changing. He gave a, he gave everybody fair warning. Because mm-hmm. wait till you see him act in this music video. Uh, so this is the part Tom was talking about. Uh, Garth is a big is a big hit at this point. He's got a number one album, bunch of number one sing- singles, and then the the next single he comes out with is called uh, "When the Thunder Rolls." Jesus, here we go. Here, yeah. Thunder Rolls was the last single off that record. Thunder Rolls. And the biggest single, news-wise, off that record. News-wise. on the windshield. There's a storm moving in. <gasps> He's heading back from somewhere <laughs> that he never should have been. <laughs> it was a cheating song, basically, and it's about the consequences. So they're the showing the video. Thunder Rolls. He's playing a character, and he's got. <laughs> who does he look like? I don't know. He's got he like, looks a, like beard. a child dressed up like his dad at an assembly. <laughs> yeah, like I, like dad, and I'm walking around the house. I'm wearing a suit jacket, and the sleeves are flapping Make all over the place. <laughs> and like, I'm going to work like daddy, because <laughs> he's got these glasses. And he's they clearly got, don't have any lenses in them. You could probably just reach in and poke his eye. Yeah, he's got a beard and a mustache. These these like like these like business <laughs> guy frames. Yeah, the kind of the kind of wig you would get like at a pharmacy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The kind of wig that it's it is Halloween when you buy that wig. <laughs> it's like literally October thirty first, and you're just like. This costume store closes in three hours. <laughs> I've got to. I've got to have some kind of costume to go out tonight on Halloween. It'd be the kind of costume you'd use to like not trick your dog, but like amuse your dog. Yeah, <laughs> this. Yeah, it it really is like a. Uh, is it like a bank robber outfit? Is that like he, he kind of looks like from security footage <laughs> of people who who put on like. Or he looks like a costumes. he looks like a drawing that somebody would do when someone described a suspect because those never look That's, like real people. Oh my god, that is exactly what he looks like. He looks like the drawing. He, he is the first human drawing. He set it back from someplace he never should have been. How many of us have been to that place? You know. Whatever genius you want to say about Garth that you could distill into a sentence is he knows what he wants to say. And then he says it. <laughs> and the video came out and it was very um, real. The best thing I've Too ever much seen. for video channels to play. It's very real, yes. It may make us incredibly uncomfortable, but if we don't look at uncomfortable issues, we never grow through them. So I think it's important that it's aired, and I think it's important Shut that Garth Brooks did no. something like this. There's no, no way. I never want to be the guy that ever was into controversial anything. <laughs> then it got nominated for a CMA award. And the award. Wow. Johnny Cash on says, and the award goes Garth um, Brooks. So Garth Brooks is like giving himself credit for starting me too for he is the first 
male to ever say that domestic abuse is bad. And it happens. Uh, the last clip uh, I want to show you is uh, uh, Billy Joel pops up in here at the end uh, as a talking head. Oh, no. Head. Who so, you're not going to recognize them. I was going to say, in case the girls watching are like, or the, and the, you know, the, the gay gents are like a little too horny looking at, you know, what Garth Brooks looks like these days because hubba hubba waka waka. Uh, Billy Joel comes around. I'm sure he's looking like a, a snack and a half. I remember when I first turtle. saw Garth, it was in. Oh. Um, it was a college somewhere. Oh my Some god, he looks like a bloated corpse. Gym. Sorry, can you pause it? And he I've never heard of the guy. Looks. <laughs> can we just talk about how Billy Joel looks for a second? Yeah. Look at those sausage fingers. <laughs> like, hey, has anybody seen these five bratwursts? Yeah. I left on a pair of jeans. There's a yeah. wedding ring around one. Yeah. Hey guys. <laughs> Se- <laughs> scenes. Scenes from a German restaurant. There's <laughs> <laughs> like there's like five brats on the right, five brats on the left. Five Whatever brats kind on the right. Of- <laughs> <laughs> and that goatee that these old fellas settle in on is so troubling. It's like a weird mouth target. It's almost like <laughs> Is that for like their for somebody who's feeding yeah. them to just be like, well, it's easy to just see, just <laughs> aim it at the beard. <laughs> Choo choo's coming in the station, Billy. But it makes the sta- it makes the station a little bit bigger. He's so normal, but so weird. You know what I mean? Absolutely, like, absolutely. Like you have to be weird to be that normal. Yeah. And they said you got to see this guy Garth Brooks. Said, Who the hell's Garth Brooks? And I go, and this guy comes out on stage with the cowboy hat, and the place goes whoop, back crazy. He just killed him. It was a short amount of time. He all of a sudden got real big. Did you hear that rumble this morning? That was the thunder rolling again for Oklahoma's own Garth Brooks. Man, nah, that must have been a slow news day. <laughs> You hear that thunder rolling this morning? That's Oklahoma's uh, own Garth Brooks. Who... Can't even Osama bin Laden, and he's determined to attack in the U.S. If you read the memo, which we won't. Anyway, Garth Brooks exists. Yeah. Today, Garth Brooks counted from 100 to 300. <laughs> this is all I want to tease for this, because I've watched all the parts of this thing. And we're going to do another future episode where we discuss yeah. part two, because we're just doing part one today. All I want to say is, Julie, would you yeah. like to see Garth Brooks make his daughters build a bridge <laughs> for an entire summer? You mean figuratively, of course. No, I mean literally. That's sure. what's there's the story of him making them build a bridge uh-huh. that to took see, them months. Right. And then is is there someone who plays that version of a dad like doing that to two little girls in a video where he's got like glasses on and a wig. Yeah. That guy shows up screaming at them. You guys better build the bridge. I heard that the boss is going to come by and if this bridge ain't built, he's not going to be happy. And then he goes away and then they know he's just going <laughs> to get his, one of his it's dumb costumes his on. <laughs> and he comes back. What's going on with this bridge? Where's Garth? Where's Garth Brooks? Where's Garth 
I need to talk to him about these three kids working on this bridge. The idea that he would make that character that he thinks that's what like a businessman looks like yeah. is so sad and simple. Yeah. I'm gonna dress like a, yeah. I'm gonna dress up like a man. I'm not just a country singer now. I'm like a uh, office man. <laughs> well, it's good to know that Billy Joel is still. It's just strange, also, like the grandiosity of like anyone could have told you that like he sold a lot of albums, but he's like, I want Billy Joel to yeah. <laughs> say right into the camera that I sold a lot of albums. Poor Billy Joel, yeah. like. They had to like roll him out of bed. He was a Montauk monster. Do you remember that Montauk monster that washed up on shore? No one knew what it was. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was Billy Joel. He uh, he is. He wanted him because he is him. Like they are. He's the country version of Billy Joel. Yeah, it was just like someone else who sold a lot of albums saying he sold a lot of albums. Yes, exactly. He's it's like it's like they they game recognizes game. Games recognizes game. Oh, that is, <laughs> yeah. What if Billy? Do you think Billy was watching Garth Brooks? Is because kind of like, maybe I'll try a character. Wait, who? Billy Joel would be just like maybe I'll start <laughs> doing characters. I did the Grease it's Monkey me, in the uh, Uptown Girl it's video. Me, uh, Morton Williams. <laughs> <laughs> Morton Williams. <laughs> Billy Joel is like Billy Joel playing Madison Square Garden opening act Morton Williams and people are like you're gonna want to get there early (laughs) it's Billy Joel doing his character he's he's got a band it's industrial music it's just like skinny puppy Morton Williams does stuff like I destroyed Neubauten we're gonna go and do it, and it's me beating the it's me beating a gas tank from an old car <laughs> on stage. <laughs> Coming up next, Billy Joel. <laughs> That's how Martin Williams ends his act. Uh, yeah, then then Billy comes out and he's like, first I want to thank Morton <laughs> Williams for opening. <laughs> Morton Williams like, yeah. refuses to like even cover up his goatee or even like, you know what I mean? Like Morton Williams and Billy Joel have the same goatee is what yeah, I'm saying. Like be he like won't a go Cesar that Romero extra mile. Thing. It'd be like Cesar Romero. <laughs> like Billy, Morton won't shave off his goatee because Billy needs a goatee. So he just puts white face paint on. So wait, hold on. Am I to understand that Morton Williams is wearing all white face paint? Yes, you are. His face, his he's wearing white face paint, no clown makeup, just the white face paint. It's terrifying. And he comes out and he starts he he pulls a cord on a chainsaw and starts sawing into just like a like a beam, like a metal beam, and there's sparks flying everywhere. And then, thank you, good night. Billy Joel be up in two minutes. <laughs> Morton Williams <laughs> is the dumbest thing. It's so, it's, it's going to happen. That's going to be the first concert back after 
quarantine yeah. is at Madison Square Garden. They're going to do like every other seat. Not every seat. Every other seat. You know, I used nice to pack this place with every seat before coronavirus. <laughs> now we got to do every other seat. Well, we're going to have fun tonight. Starts playing up town girl. We're all back together. We got coronavirus beat and it took the longest time to get past it. Whoa. For the longest time. Oh, the longest. You know, my and favorite thanks to one Martin Williams. Yeah. Martin Williams. <laughs> like, can we get one more round of applause? Like, no one applauds at any point. And he keeps asking for, quote unquote, one more round. If you guys don't cheer, cheer for him, I'm bringing him back out here. <laughs> And then he does the like, he goes right into the like, quit lighting the audience anger. Yeah. Where he goes, all Shut right. Shut those lights off. God <laughs> damn it. He, he storms off. Mm. But the light, the house lights don't go on. So people no. are like, wait, what's happening? And then all of a sudden, you see Billy Joel come back with like very haphazardly applied white face yeah, makeup on. And exactly rushed. what he was wearing. <laughs> And he's that, so mad. I put Billy's clothes on and like he starts over explaining it. It's me, Morton Williams again. I'm back. I was backstage. I put what Billy was wearing on and came back out. And I and heard that you got he was mad. I'm not mad. <laughs> I like you guys. Billy's mad at you. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play ten more songs. Just and then, ten by more. the way, if slash when Billy comes back and he says, "Give it up for Morton Williams," you better clap, <laughs> or I'm coming back out again. <laughs> <laughs> and he makes it so that you buy like a Billy Joel T-shirt at the thing, and then you go home and you wash it, and it fades off and it says Morton Williams on it and you're like what <laughs> he's like I tricked Who's you Morton, Morton Williams, Williams. Was, was no. my Billy Joel shirt oh wait what no how'd that happen I think this is such a good idea I think it's uh, uh, it's such a good idea for him to do like before he dies if Billy Joel decides to become a character Morton Williams who plays industrial music and only <laughs> opens for Billy Joel would be the greatest. And then, like, yeah, it starts openly sabotaging Billy Joel's career so that anyone who's a fan of Billy Joel is ultimately punished. Yeah. And then Morton starts, like, ripping Billy from the stage, just like, <laughs> it's like, like I that. open for this guy. He sucks. Like, that fat piece of shit will be out here in a minute to bore you to death. And then you did people like working for Billy Joel are just like, is this a problem problem or like, like, are we in, are we in trouble here? That's what I want to know. Like, like it's he, Morton Williams came out and he talked so poorly about Billy Joel that people left. They didn't want to see Billy Joel because Morton, Morton ripped him so badly. They stopped being fans they of Billy. turned against Billy Joel. Yeah. 
they're actually not fans of Billy Joel anymore. Yeah. Because and, Morton and by Williams. the way, they're by the way, they're not fans of Morton Williams either. Yeah, no, they hate it. That clear. And Billy, I'm telling you, look, I'm not saying that he's guilty of tax evasion, but you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. You want to look into that a little bit. And then people wonder about there was a there were three DUIs out that uh, no one figured out who crashed into those cars. I'm telling you, you might want to look at Billy. Like his way of it's his way of confessing like all of his sins. Yeah. And then like turning himself into the authorities. They found that dead roadie. (laughs) I'm not saying it was Billy, but worth looking into. All I'm saying is his alibi that night doesn't track. Doesn't track. (laughs) He says he was on the private jet at that point. But check the charter. It didn't take off till three in the morning. Well, this is podcast history. I agree. I agree. Thank you. Do we wrap it up? Are we we done? Can we go home now, Brett? (laughs) Oh, we, we are home. We are. Yeah. Well. Everybody, thanks for listening to Double Threat and submit a, sub, send us some stuff. Send us some fun clips to doublethreatpod at gmail.com and other things. What were you going to say? I was just going to say to do that. And you also yeah. subscribe on Apple Playlists. What is it? Apple Tunes. Yeah, Apple, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts. And please subscribe on Snapple Podcasts. <laughs> yes. Sorry. When I first saw that Snapple lady in that office talking about, I was like, she's, she's a truth not a, teller. She's not a. She's not just a she's not a iced tea salesperson. She's an angel. And then I read. She's not Snapple. just an angel. She's a ghost. She's just, she's not just a ghost. She's a good 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 ghost. She's a demon. Conjured she's not just a demon. <laughs> and then people are like, "Oh, Garth." Well, thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Forever. <laughs> This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.